So last time, the four began their day by discussing the final plan with Butstrayat, who looked outside and saw their skyscammer. He was overjoyed and asked to look at it. They set out to find the shark and quickly found it, engaging in a long battle that ultimately found them the victors, perhaps too much so. As they hit the shark ship with an ink attack, having lost communication to a silent spell, their mecha-foe started taking on water. Cormith immediately leapt into the water to rescue the prisoner aboard the other ship, with Yvan even <laughs> close behind. Uh, Grana followed with a repair kit to slow the water intake of the enemy vessel, as Gobi used an octo-arm to halt the descent. Cormith pushed past the fearful orcs and encountered Kodagog, who was holding onto the prisoner Castellan. He wrestled her away from the orc and bolted away with Kodagog screaming, My love! after them, uh, giving chase. Cormath and Yevin made their way out, struggling against the raging water, forcing its way in. Kodagog caught up with them as they exited the ship, forcing the air out of Cormath's lungs and knocking him unconscious. And we're going to do a new initiative order. Because 18. Do I just roll a normal on that um, instead of an advantage since I am unconscious? I'll tell you what. Still roll with advantage, but you choose what that means for which one you want to pick. Okay. So roll a 12 and a 16. I am going to go with 12. What the hell? I got a dirty 20. And Gobi got an 8. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. More like stop B, am I right? <laughs> okay, so Yevon, you are right next to uh, Koromith, who is uh, not really responding. Uh, there is the definitely completely unconscious Castellan on, on his shoulder, and Kodagog is right nearby, ready to strike. And Yevon, you're up first. So I guess how much time do I have? Like, do I know how much time I have underwater? Can I tell how much I'm like... How much breath I got here? You're feeling fine. I'm feeling fine. Okay. So I'm going to attack Kodagog. Yeah, makes sense. And I'm going to use Eldritch Blast, which does force damage. Will this push him back if we're underwater? I mean, what we're facing here is pretty much if if you nut in space, do it push you backwards? I mean, yes. (laughs) Still, (laughs) the question stands. He'll roll uh, a strength check, uh, depending on how much your uh, attack is is worth, and then we'll see if he gets pushed back. Okay, it's two separate attacks. I will roll them both uh, immediately. Uh, The first is a 10 to hit. The second is a 19 to hit. Okay, the second one hits. Okay. Uh, So go ahead and roll that damage. That's eight damage. Okay, he's going to make a strength check against that. He got a 13, so I say he gets pushed back about seven feet. Okay. So since this was a, like, ranged spell attack, this definitely doesn't count as a weapon attack. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that I was interpreting that correctly. Why? What are you planning over there? <laughs> Look, I have, I have psychic blades, which uh, only yeah. I can activate on a creature that I successfully hit with a weapon attack. No, that does not count as a weapon attack. Right. You could give Bardic Inspiration to Cormeath. But Cormeath is unconscious, right? Doesn't mean he's not rolling. I suppose that's fair. You can inspire him with your subconscious touch. Ooh. 
okay, so on that note, I reach into Foreman's mind with my voice. I reach into his ears with my subtle, seductive underwater whale tones and inspire him. Okay. All right. You got this. Feeling because inspired. I'm, I'm fluent in whale tones. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look. I don't know. <laughs> You're a big guy. Whales are well, whales are pretty big. Maybe you speak well. World's worst bard. <laughs> oh, damn. Hey, he is, he is speaking whale inspiration into your ears, and he just psychically doing it. That's pretty fucking cool. I mean, listen, it is really funny to think about the dramatic cliffhanger we had last time, and then when we return, Yeven misses, blasts a guy back seven feet, and then whale yells into your ear. <laughs> Uh, and I think that's I think that's about everything I can do uh, right well, you now. Could, you could move. I could move. Maybe I will move between Kodagog and Koromith and Castellan. Okay. Grana. You definitely noticed that Koromith is not swimming towards y'all. Yeah. How And how far away is Koromith and Castellan? Um, I think I said... They're about 25 feet away. You're currently in the octopus, though. Okay. I want to wild shape. I'm trying to pick. I think I'll go for the reef shark because it's got a faster swim speed. Okay. And I don't have to worry about how long I hold my breath. So. That's true. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna wild shape into a reef shark and swim over to Cormeth and Castlin. I'll try to pick up both of them if I can, just like yeah, on my back. Make a, a, a strength check. Six. Six. Okay. You probably like bump them forward like a couple feet, but uh, you're going to have to, I don't know, figure out some sort of momentum or inspiration. Yeah, maybe I misled even. <laughs> Who knows? I could try, I could grab one of them like by the collar in with my mouth and just like get them to the ship. Yeah. Instead. You would still have to make a, a strength check, but um, <sighs> it is, you know, you got the shark stats at least. I've got shark stats. Shark Hell stats. yeah. Yeah, I got I had 22 temporary. That's going to be Kodagog. He's going to swim up to attack Yeven. Ooh, that's a nat 20. Oh. Brutal. Which is not great. Uh, so that's going to be 20 damage. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, plus uh, four necrotic damage. That's his turn, but uh, you even do make a uh, dexterity saving throw. Uh, I got a 21. Okay. And I have advantage on that if it's a spell that is targeting only me. It is not a spell. Perfect. All right. Uh, Cormeth. Um, yes. Uh, go ahead and roll a constitution saving throw. All right. Let's see. Const it's it's going to be a 15. A 15? Okay. It's the end of your turn, but you do wake up. You don't have yeah. a lot of breath, but you are awake. And there's a shark on top of you. Yeah, actually. What do you do? <laughs> a shark that looks kind of like an old woman. <laughs> um, what do y'all want Gobi to do? There are still orcs on the ship, right? No, we took Dead them out. Ones. Oh, <laughs> nice. Um, Otherwise, Grana would not have been able to so easily. Can he move the ship closer to us? Yeah, he can. Can he do a scoop? He could do a scoop. Yeah, scooping is an option. He is going to have to make a dexterity check. 
to see if he can scoop properly. Yeah. Uh, and he doesn't have a lot of fine tuning, so I'm going to roll a d4 to see which of you he picks up. Hope oh, no. <laughs> Please not me. <laughs> well, I guess it may not be the shark. Like <laughs> you see, Gobi start controlling one of the legs. It sort of thrashes around. It doesn't have a lot of fine tuned control, uh, and it shoots out towards y'all and grabs Kodagog and pulls him in. <laughs> All right. Fuck yeah. Okay. I'm ready to rumble with this Honestly, fucking turd. Pretty all right for now. I am okay <laughs> with having the threat not immediately near us. Yeah, just by Gobi. Just yeah. by Gobi. Well, Gobi will be okay. Well, all we need to worry about then is just getting to the ship <laughs> at the moment. That's true. All right. Uh, even. So uh, can I can I use Dimension Door? Oh, no, I don't want to do that, actually. Well then, no. Yeah. You can't. So I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna start swimming back to the ship, but I'm gonna grab Castellan's hand on my way and try and drag her with me. Make a strength check. I'm just gonna go poorly. Yeah, that's a two. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even you attempt to pull forward, you're sort of jerked back. It startles some of the breath out of you. Oh no. Uh. All right, can I dash then? You just use your action. But you can Shit. you can swim. But I can can I can I can move? Do. Okay. Then I'm just going to I'm going to leave Castellan for those best suited to saving people. <laughs> and I'm going to start swimming back to the ship. I do not believe that I make it all the way there. Unless the ship moved closer. No, you make it about 10 feet away uh, cuz Gobi scooped instead of moved. Sure. And he was rather startled by the fact that he scooped up a villain. <laughs> Grana. All right. Cormeth is conscious now, so he might yeah. be able to do something. Then I will try to grab Castlin in my teeth and pull her towards her ship. Strength check. Uh, 12. Slightly better. Uh, it's pretty slow, uh, but you do manage to drag her. You can't go quite as fast as usual, um, but you're pretty close to the entrance now. Maybe a little further than you even. Okay. The DC to get her all the way there was a, a 13. Ugh. Okay. Anything else you're doing with your turn? Nope. All right. Yevin and Grana, go ahead and roll perception checks. Random perception checks. That's always fun. Got 11. Oh, fuck. That's a four. Okay. Oh, uh, no. Lucky enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't have advantage on every roll. Just the ones. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe even in Grana, you hear some like the thump, thump, thump. The uh, octopus jostles a tiny bit. Oh boy. Okay. That sounds really bad. On the bright side, when you left, Gobi was at full health. Hey, that's good. How much health does Gobi have? Uh, you don't know. Oh, like just overall? Yeah. I mean, in-game, I think Yeven would think that out of like a score of, say, 100, he'd be like a 43. Oh, okay. so he's not that he's not that healthy. No, he's a rogue monk. He's kind of a sickly little lizard. I wouldn't I would call him sickly here. Yeah. Yeah, like damn dude. Like first Grotto was uh reptilist and now you are. Jesus Christ. Seriously. Look, there are healthy lizards. Wow. Alright. You don't have a ton of breath, but you are awake. So I'm going to see this thing trying to take uh, my dwarf bud, and I'm going to go try to wrestle him out of its jaws. No. 
hold on. Uh, what's your passive insight? I'm guessing it's not good. Uh, Ten. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, you're not super but, smart. Nope. So I'm going to go try to wrestle his bro. Free. I'm going to go a 16 plus maybe a strength. I'll just let go. I'll just let go if you're fucking going to fight me. <laughs> I know how you are. <laughs> uh, so 21. Yeah. All uh, right. You, you grab Castlin. You managed to do it without, like, using up too much of your air. <laughs> I, and, uh, I, I roll I my rub. eyes as a shark. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Cormie. Um, and I want to, like, try to use my reaction to see if I can spot, like, where I need to get to. Yeah, you can spot that. You don't need to. Okay, cool. So yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna use my movement then, and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, dwarf in tow. I'm, I'm gonna head for that opening. Cormies, remind me of your speed without the sword again. Uh, speed without the sword should be forty. Yeah, forty. Okay, so you also. Uh, oh, I guess you. Okay, you you were able to swim up to where Grana was and wrestle that away. So you're about five feet away as well. <laughs> Y'all are all just outside this thing. Okay. Go ahead and make one more constitution check for me. All right. All of us or? Yeah, just Cormie. Okay. Let's see. That'd be I'm a plus. shark. And Grana's a shark. Five? Five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Take two damage. Sure. All right. That's Gobi. Yeah, Cormie, you also roll a perception check to see if you can see inside this thing. All right. Perception's going to be a 14. Uh, let's see. My, what? Minus. Oh, no. Plus zero. All right. 14. 14? Okay. Cormeth, you can see that uh, this, like, orc is just sort of roughing up your lizard friend pretty bad. Oh, God. All right. In in uh, the ship? Because Kogod got, got on the ship. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. Just want to make sure. I've got to roll some secret attacks for Gobi. Yeven. Um, I use my movement to try and swim into the ship. Um, like, just, like, gasping for air. Yeah, when you get up into the ship uh, out of this little porthole in the bottom where the beak would be, uh, or where the beak is, I like to imagine that there's little beak doors, you see a scene of Kodagog, who is uh, bloody, has sort of a a gash on his head, blood is sort of uh, getting everywhere, and you see Gobi, who is sort of uh, against the wall, uh, is is fighting him back. Gobi, uh, like I said, when you last left, full health. Uh, now he's looking a little rough. He's still doing okay, but he's not in in great shape right now. Uh, and when you come in, Kodagog does not seem to pay you any mind. Cool. So I'm going to try and change that. And I'm going to yeah. I'm going to yell at uh, Kodagog. And I'm going to say, uh, Kodagog, something really fishy is going on around here. Put your weapons down. Stand down, or you're going to be dead in minutes. And I'm going to try and make a persuasion check. There we go. To, uh, I like stop. it. Let's see. That is a 25. Uh-huh, okay. Kodagog turns around and goes, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to say, my name's Yeven. I'm a bard. These are my friends. We're here to rescue rescue Castellan. And my let love. me tell you let me tell you something. My love doesn't need rescuing. Look, that's the part that's really confusing to me. So I want to figure out what the hell's going on here before I murder you. Oh. Before I murder. Uh, oh. Anyway, Grana. 
Grana. I do want to hold my turn and make sure Cormeth and Castlin get on the ship, just in case they don't. Just in case Cormeth passes out again, <laughs> I want to be here. <laughs> probably safe, like probably safe bet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we switch back uh, to Kodagog. So it's what are you crying before? And then just a moment of Grana uh, being a shark waiting, and then just what are you crying before? <laughs> Give me back my love. Gonna pull out his scimitar and point it at Yeevan. So my, can I, can I take it that my persuasion was not successful? You have stopped him from attacking at this moment. He's just drawing at you, but Kodagog has some uh, special characteristics as you can maybe guess by his voice. Um, so he is not as susceptible to um, charm spells and he's not as easily persuaded. Interesting. Listen, you make your character stronger, I will do things to make my character stronger against them. But not so much that you can't do things. I understand. That's fine. I just don't know whose turn it is. Whose turn is it? Uh, It's Kodagog, but he's waiting for you to talk. Oh, I did not. I did not quite understand that. Uh, That's on me completely. So, so, so he's just uh, said to me, what do you mean before? Yeah, because you said, uh, I want to find that out before I murder you. you. Yeah, look, maybe a poor turn of phrase, but if you continue attacking, you are clearly about to die. I will, I will. I feel great. Um, He reaches into his, um, uh, over to his side and he pulls up a bottle, a couple bottles like Jingle. Uh, on his on his waist, and he pulls out the cork and starts downing it. Um, and then he is going to suddenly spit a bunch of it at you. Uh, so go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, that's a sixteen. Okay, yeah, you dodge out of the way of uh, this this liquor of mystery. Interesting. Uh, I say uh, I say first of all that was incredibly rude. Uh, second of all, it is about to be one on four. And uh, if you genuinely believe that you can take all of us down, by all means, I suppose continue fighting. We'll kill you. We'll rescue Castellan, take her back to the Bolatot, and have ourselves a merry time. I can defeat you. I can defeat the big one. I can defeat the little one. I can defeat, he, he like points at Gobi, the, the, the demon. And I can defeat your mother. <laughs> This dude is ripping drunk. This guy is ripped drunk. Oh my god. Cormies, your turn. All right. Um, I am going to swim as quickly as I can towards our boat. Uh, yeah, you're just five feet away, so. So yeah, I'm gonna pop on through. Like, what do I see going on here? I like. So I got this dwarf. That's gotta be. That's a little. Uh, I don't know. Discombobulating. Um. Yeah. What do I see going down? Yeah, so uh, there was a lot of dialogue in this round. So you probably are popping up as like uh, this. This guy is like uh, the little one, this demon, and your mother. Uh, so you see um, Kodagog uh, holding up his scimitar, uh, holding a bottle in the other hand, uh, sort of like wobbling around a little bit. You see Yevon on the other side, sort of like, "Whoa, what's this guy up to?" And you see Gobi just sort of like bleeding calmly, being like. Hmm. Uh, looking, looking happy to to see y'all. All right, Got I'm gonna take down Castlin. Yeah. Um, like I don't know, against a nearby wall. Sure. And does that give me a like? Do I have a movement then? Like. 
Yeah, setting setting her down is not uh, will not take up your action. Okay, awesome, cool. Uh, you just yeah. So then, like, probably uh, 15, 15 to twenty feet of your movement. I would like to, if I can, go shove uh, Kodagog down again. Okay, you really like pushing this guy. Yep. Okay, first make a uh, Constitution saving throw. Oh, okay. Uh, it's gonna be a twelve plus five. 17. Okay. You hit him with sort of, uh, you probably have some sort of like hand guard or something. You hear sort of a, uh, a sort of like sound as you uh, press <laughs> on this guy, but go ahead and make the strength competition. All right. Uh, 11. Uh, okay. He got an 18. Damn it. I have so a plus five. Like, damn it. <laughs> I mean, this guy is also pretty strong. Uh, oh, He's got sweet. that drunk strength, you know? So we're going to the mat. Mm. <laughs> yep. Okay. So that's uh, your action. Is there any like bonus action or anything like that you want to take? I uh, don't think so. Okay. Gobi is going to pull out oh, his knife and make a couple attacks. Oh, really? Even after my whole exposition? Gobi will look at you and be like, you want to talk to this guy? Look, something strange is going on here. I think that we should restrain Kodagog and then figure out from Castellan what's happening here. Okay, well, then I will reprioritize. Uh, Gobi is going to run past uh, Kodagog, so he's going to get uh, attack of opportunity against him because Kodagog is still in a, in a fighting mood. Um, so he's going to take a little bit of damage going to go over to Castellan and make a, a medicine check. <laughs> That's a six. Uh, Gobi just sort of shakes Castellan. <laughs> even. Cool. I'm gonna see that um, uh... Yeah, can I finish the round? Because I'm still oh. outside the ship and I want to. That's a to. great point. Yeah, I just want to get onto the ship and join the party. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, Grana, you whoosh uh, come up onto the ship and um, I imagine it's something cool, like you do a real cool shark jump and then do a cool back into shark. It. I do a sick shark flip. Hell oh, yeah! Oh shit! You yeah, do a superhero landing. You don't even and I, have to and, and I unwild shape and come out of it in grana form, like as I'm flipping. Hell it's yeah! So cool. It's so cool. It's so cool. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> Ron, are you gonna do anything with your action or just cool flip? Um, no, I'm just gonna stand here and try to figure out what's going on, I guess. Okay, yeah, you see something pretty similar to, uh, Cormie's, what's Cormie's song. Yeah, okay. Right, even. Yeah, cool. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna see that, um, Kodagog is, is not behaving, is just ripping drunk, attacked Gobi after I thought I made a pretty damn good persuasion attempt uh, that, you know, wasn't pushed down when Koromith went to go shove him. And I'm just going to yell, that's it. And I'm going to, I'm going to use polymorph and I'm going to turn Kodagog into a potted plant. Okay. <laughs> what is the save for that? It is a wisdom saving throw with a DC 15. Uh, I think he's got a plus zero to wisdom. That's a 16. <laughs> Oh, shit. Fuck! <laughs> I'm so sorry, my friend. I wanted that to work. That's why I thought it would be more fun if we did that, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so uh yeah he you see like a a, a leaf pop out of his head and then he just goes Aah! and the leaf like Okay, well... Sorry. Dude, uh, I really loved that idea. I really wanted that to That was a really good idea. That was... I was so excited. I was trying so hard. Next time. Next... Well, and I only have one... Uh, I, that was my last fourth level spell slot. So I, I, I can't actually cast that spell again. But the next time you do Polymorph. Uh, the next time I do Polymorph, hopefully it'll go a little better. Who knows? Listen, bud. I'll just... I'm gonna send a lot of unwise enemies <laughs> <laughs> And they'll be... <laughs> None the wiser. <laughs> Good one. Anyway. Uh, then I think I'm gonna give Grana some bardic inspiration. I'm just gonna say, uh, I'm gonna look over at Grana, say, Welcome to the party. Uh, Kodagog's being an ass, so let's kick some. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Grana, that's your turn. You held your other one till right before this, and now you go after it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay. I'm trying to think of who I'm standing next to. I'm probably in between yeah, everyone, so aren't I? You are between... Uh, so Gobi is behind you, because he's over by Castlin, where Kormith dropped him off. Kormith is to Kodagog's right. You are to Kodagog's left. And uh, Yevon is to your left. Okay. I think I will cast Frostbite on Kodagog. Okay. Target must make a constitution saving throw. For somebody who's so drunk, he is pretty good at constituting. Well, actually, that's why he drinks a lot. <laughs> um, but that's uh, that's just a 12. That does fail. It just nice. fails. Um, target takes 7 cold damage. And then as a bonus action, I want to cast Healing Word on Castellan for 5 healing. Okay. Gobi is like crouched over Castellan. She suddenly just like shoots up and like looks around at where you're at and then just like points at Kodagog and screams. Okay, that's a pretty good sign. <laughs> uh, is that your turn? Yep, that's all. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, now it's Kodagog's turn. So what a dilemma for me. Um, yeah, Kodagog sees Castellan uh, pointing and screaming and goes, My love! <laughs> um, and like, uh, it begins to run over to her. Uh, so, uh, Kormith, you get a, a, a opportunity attack. Hell yeah. Getting over to my dice. <laughs> I'm going to grab... Uh, oh, shit. Ruby Carver. Yeah, you got a pretty good hit DC on that one. Or, like, hit yeah. modifier. Yeah. Christ. There we go. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to grab Ruby Carver and swing. Oh, God. Uh, that's going to be a 13 to hit. <laughs> No, alas, it does not. Your plus Shit. 11 was not enough to save you here. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Fuck my uh, life. Yeah, this guy's just, like, moving at ultra speed. He's just like... Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so your uh, Ruby Carver just, like, shaves off a couple hairs. Um, but uh, Kodagog <laughs> leaps over this, uh, this portal that uh, opens up below um, and, like is going to try and grab Castellan, who just starts screaming louder. God. Uh, but that's a five. So he overshoots and just sort of does like a, a little somersault, uh, does a bit of a bonk, uh, and then stands back up looking confused. Like, ah, wah, men to do that. Wah. A portal opened? No, th sorry. The, by portal, I mean the opening to the water. Oh, gotcha. Got it. Okay, cool, cool. Porthole. Port yeah, the porthole. Cormies. Well, now I'm pissed because I missed. 
So now I got to make a statement. So now I'm going to swing on Kodagog. So it's going to be a 25 to hit. Uh, yeah, weirdly that hits. Okay. Uh, all right. And see here. You know, I'm just going to roll the... Uh, do you mind if I roll the second hit and then just roll all the dice together? Uh, sure. Okay, cool. Uh, so I'm going to uh, swing again, and that is going to be a 16 to hit. That one does not hit. Okay. So then I get one D12 plus eight. Um, this is a D12. So then I'm going to go ahead and do 10 damage. <laughs> God, I'm rolling shit. <laughs> okay. And see here, I have movement remaining, yeah? Yeah, but before you move, make a dexterity saving throw. All right, I get advantage. Um, that's an 18 or a 10. I'll take the 18. Yeah, smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you sort of just like cut into uh, Kodagog, um, his blood flies out and you hear like a couple like on the ground behind you uh, as that hits. Now you can move. Okay, um, I'm going to make sure I'm going to position myself between Kodagog and the dwarf. Okay, cool. Uh, she's going to like cling onto your arm and go, where am I? Just relax for one moment. Let's take care of this. He's insane. Don't worry. <laughs> we got this. Does that just fill her with comfort? <laughs> uh, yeah. Hold on. Could you, uh, could you roll a persuasion check real quick, Carmi? Fuck yeah, I can. That's going to be a 16. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know what? She she feels, uh, I mean, in fairness, there's like a seven foot tall person between her and this person. So she's feeling better than when she was in a prison. Yeah, definitely. Like, she's comforted. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, and Gobi's going to go on the offensive. The, the first one, he uh, doesn't quite hit, nor does he hit on the second one. All right, well, he rolled two sevens. Not great for Gobi. Uh, he's going to look at Cormi uh, sheepishly, sheepishly and go, sorry. Uh, but he is going to have to make a dexterity saving throw because he was doing a punch and he did not succeed. Gobi's not looking very good now. Damn it, dude. Shit, okay. Uh, he is going to go back around and he is going to be on this sort of... Uh, he's at he's at 7 o'clock. Uh, so Cormith and Castellan and Kodagog are at 6 o'clock. Uh, Grana's at 2 o'clock and... Uh, Yevon is at one o'clock. Okay. I just realized that this is a circle and I can describe things this way. <laughs> I hope that made sense to everyone. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, Yevon. I think I'm going to attack Kodagog with uh, Eldritch Blast again. Okay. First attack is a 14. Second attack is a dirty 20. That will hit. Hell yeah. Uh, does one damage. Oh, dog, come on. <laughs> I mean, good work. Sorry. <sighs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you just hear him go, shit! What was that? Rana. Okay. Uh, <laughs> crap, I could have been thinking about what I want to do this whole time. Um, I'll, I'll stab him with my dagger of resistance breaking. Okay. Or I'll try to. That is a uh, 22 to hit. Yeah. Damn, this only does... 1d4. Uh, 4 plus 3. 7 damage. Okay. And then, yeah, he's got to make a DC 15 constitution saving throw. Uh, he doesn't have any effects that you could break with the deck. Eh, fair enough. And then I want also, as a bonus action, ca cast Hex. Okay. And that Ooh. will do Hex. 
This is new from the feet I got before, and I just have to tell me about this. You place a curse on a creature that you can see within range. Until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage to the target whenever you hit it with an attack. Sweet. Also choose choose one ability when you cast a spell. The target has disadvantage on ability checks made with the chosen ability. Oh, easy. So, hmm. I'm going to say strength I want to have disadvantage on. Okay. God, Uh, you read my mind. Hell yeah. You are amazing. (laughs) This is concentration, so I'll try to... Keep that in mind. <laughs> so yeah. I don't do any other concentration spells. That's Kodagog. So he is going to take another swig of uh, some of this good old adult juice he's got. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cormith, make a dexterity saving throw. It's going to be an 11 or an 18. 18. Okay. Yeah, you get out of this way, and he's going to use this. He's going to claw out at you as you are dodging that. That's a uh, 24 to hit. Hits. That's going to be 15 slashing damage. Whew. Uh, two necrotic damage, which I believe you have resistance against. I do. One necrotic damage. Okay. Uh, and that is going to be Cormie. All right. So he has, like, run at me and done this? Uh, he's, he was already right in front of you, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to throw Ruby Carver on my back and I want to take this motherfucker to the mat and I'm going to twist him up and grapple him. I'm so glad we put this mat in this octo mat. (laughs) (laughs) For this purpose specifically. (laughs) Yeah, there's like a a, a painting of a flower on the wall too. Yeah, I'm I'm going to take him down uh, with a grapple. All right, so go ahead and make that strength. I'll make this with disadvantage. Oh, God, fuck. Nine. Well, uh, luckily he had disadvantage because his disadvantage was a critical failure. (laughs) 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 Otherwise, he would have beat you. Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) All right, Um, so you have him grappled. Uh, Go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. All right. Let's see. It's a plus five. Nope, not one. As you're uh, holding on to this guy, this alcohol and this blood is just sort of seeping out of his wounds, and it uh, lands on your skin, and it uh, burns you for uh, five damage. Oh, it burns! (laughs) (laughs) He, like, pulls out one hand that's sort of pinned, and he, like, takes, like, a tiny sip. Damn, what kind of booze did he drink? (laughs) Magic Magic boo. Yo, but now he's at disadvantage on attacks. That's true, which Gobi's going to use to his advantage. Literally. I <laughs> uh, would have hit either way, uh, but he's going to do... Um, He's going to stab him first with Zerepiel for a whole two damage. Get it, Gobi. He, <laughs> lay, he laid a hand on. That's all we need. Laying hands. <laughs> um, and then uh, he is going to use his monk bonus action to punch him in the face and nice. miss. <laughs> Not nice. Um, but he still has to make the dexterity saving throw for the blood, but that was a nat 20, so he's good. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, that's Gobi's turn. Yeven? Cool. Lloyd Bar. Even maybe see. you can persuade this dude to give up. Nah. 
I'm past. I tried. Now I'm just angry. Yeah. Now, now I'm pinning his ass. Now he's in. Now he's at. I don't oh, know. It, oh, at least you're pinning his ass. Yeah, yes. I'm pinning his ass. He's at oh, strength disadvantage. Uh, so since he's oh, grappled, right. I didn't do Gobi's advantage for that. Okay, Gobi yeah. did get the second time. Yeah. Uh, and did three more damage. Hell yeah. Cool. Okay, sorry, he did. Go ahead. Yeah, um, cool. So I'm gonna draw my uh, I'm gonna draw my rapier. I'm just gonna look Kodagog in the eye and say "Liddy Titty" and then stab him. Yeah, that lights up the rapier, doesn't it? It does light it up the rapier. Does. Yeah. So it does. Yeah. Advantage. Uh, first is an 18 to hit. Second is a 21 to hit. Yeah. Shit. Uh, cool. So that's 1d8 plus 2. And I got a maximum amount of damage you can do on that, which is a 10 plus 2d6. Uh, which isn't a... Oh, I got the minimum amount of damage you can do oh, on no. that. Which Snake is eyes. Uh, 10 damage plus 2 fire damage. Okay. It's something. Look. Hell yeah. I like that. Uh, for reference, Kodagog, uh seems like he's about the same as when you first saw him, which is a mess, but the same amount of mess. Gotcha. Uh, good hit. Is that your... that And that's your... Oh uh, yeah, that is my that is my turn. I don't have any. Oh wait, 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 wait. <gasps> I hit with a uh, I hit with a weapon attack. So I'm gonna use psychic blades. Oh, oh, nice. And Smart. I'm gonna attack an extra three d six damage onto that. Yes. And uh, like I'm just gonna down. look him in the eye and say, she doesn't watch you. <laughs> and that's gonna do an extra nine psychic damage. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Kodagog uh, howls and goes, liar! And uh, Kaslin says, no, no, he's right! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, I'll stab him again. (laughs) Fuck it. That definitely hits because it's an 18 plus 6. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do. Okay. And then that will be 7 piercing damage plus two necrotic damage because of my hex. He's starting to look mildly tired. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's going to be Kodagog who's going to try and get out of this grapple. I like how he's just pinned down and we're just beating him up. <laughs> I know. Uh, also, he's with this advantage. He went from a 21 to a 6. Did <laughs> <laughs> oh. so you be a 6, Corby? <laughs> Am I rolling a, a strength saving throw? Uh, no, just a strength check. Strength check is going to be a 12. Well, that beats his six. <laughs> uh, so he stays grappled. He's going to try and spit on Grana with disadvantage. That's a 16 to hit? Yeah, they'll hit. Okay, Grana, you take... Or wait, wait. Sorry, my AC is 17. Never mind. <laughs> okay, never, never mind. You don't take two acid damage. all right um i can't so okay uh i can like try to persuade him to do something or like try to intimidate him before i take my action right like speaking doesn't take an action correct correct uh speaking is awesome awesome okay cool um so i'm going to tell him you're a disadvantage and you're surrounded every tactical disadvantage is in your wheelhouse just stop we will kill you. I'm going to try to intimidate him. Okay. That's going to be a six. <laughs> Damn it. Well, let's see what he does against it. 
he he like screams and his eyes start bulging and he's he just goes never damn it all right well i'm just gonna work to grapple him like make sure i got him like fucking laid out and tight um i don't have to re-roll for that just when he tries to go against it sweet okay yeah I'm, i'm just gonna make sure he's like fucking good and tight on the ground uh, you're not going to make any... Uh, you can make an unarmed attack against him. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, I was hoping I could. I'm going to make an unarmed attack. Bash him in with your head. Uh, 19. That'll hit, yeah. That's six bludgeoning damage. Oh, damn. Fuck. <laughs> a thick forehead. <laughs> Somebody stabbed him with a knife for one. You're like... <laughs> um, and as a bonus action, I would like to uh, burst into a rage. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Dude's First really pissed me off. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, that's that's a good deal. That's going to be good. Advantage on strength checks. So, yep. yep. And he's got disadvantage, which means if you <laughs> lose track with this guy, wow. <laughs> that would be some bad luck. Yep. <laughs> you couldn't get that. That's going to be next round now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Gobi is going to continue to beat this motherfucker up. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's going to be... Uh, he does seven damage. Just um, one above my unarmed damage. Yeah, seriously. And then he's going to uh, slap him across the face for five <laughs> damage. <laughs> Damn. Oh, now he's just getting humiliated. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Gobi passes the dexterity check so he doesn't take any acid damage. <laughs> This is, I mean, listen, I know it feels different for y'all, but every time we have a boss fight, this is still kind of what it feels like for me. Um, <laughs> this is a lot of fun. <laughs> Would you just back down? No! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, I'm going to use uh, Eldritch Blast because I can attack with it twice. Uh, okay, does that uh, is that single target or will that impact anybody else around? It is single target. I can direct the uh, <laughs> I can direct the blast. Oh, that's right, because it's a warlock spell. Yeah. I got that smart shit going on. So the first is an 18 to hit. Uh, the second is a 24 to hit. So I'm going to assume both of those hit. Uh, yeah, the first one barely hits. The second one hits. Cool. Uh, that's five damage plus four damage is nine damage. Nice. I wish you'd just on the uh, just on the five at first because it would have been a cool number. But anyway, a sixty-nine. Yeah, that's definitely because it's definitely not four twenty, right? Oh, it right. was <laughs> eighty-one. Nice. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, that's all right. We got this motherfucker wrapped up, dude. He is our hunting bag. Like we're just gonna fucking manipulate this dude into getting wrecked. Like literally. It's been uh, it's been seven rounds, which means it's been like a minute. <laughs> but if you had four hundred and twenty up, I can't. <laughs> it's, it would just be like all of you just uh 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 for like yep. thirty minutes. Making sure he's getting wrapped up. It's just like that's how the mob does it, man. Like, that's how New York does it. Look, I'm, get I'm, not, up I'm not trying to like throw some shade, but that is the kind of thing that you would just put into the game. 
I think you're not wrong. Just like make some character that's like pretty easy to like tackle to the ground and then just like smear. So I mean, listen, Kodagog was not easy to tackle to the ground. This um, is true. We did have to work pretty hard to get Kodagog to the ground. There absolutely will be somebody who will have 420 health points. I can't <laughs> see it. And they're going to have a, a, a co-person there who has 69. Nice. And we will wrap and cap both of them. Wrap cap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that should be our crew name. I think we should be the the wrap and cap crew. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> wow, we really got. Um, I don't even remember what you even did. <laughs> it's all right. I just did nine Elvis damage. Last. Okay. Yeah. I did the, the, okay. Grana. <laughs> You want to punch this guy? <laughs> well, punching will do no damage, so I'll stab him again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Metaphorical punch. Punch him with a knife, you know. Yeah. <laughs> punch plus. <laughs> All right. Nine, 19 plus six. I think that'll hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, six piercing and three necrotic. That's going to be Kodagog, who's going to try and get out of this grapple with disadvantage. Uh, right. So for me. 19. Oh, he got a 17 even with disadvantage. So that was Ooh. a close one. Ooh. Ugh. Yeah, put up a fight. <laughs> Cormies. You have the power to end this. You can stop before I bash your head in. I'm going to roll for intimidation. That's going to be a seven. God damn it! Yeah, son of a bitch, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I like to up. imagine that you're trying to intimidate this person, uh, but like Kodogog like sees you and he's got like kind of drug vision and like you're making kind of like a slightly weird face while you're grappling him and he's like, nah. Oh shit! All right, I well. can take you all. Well, all right. I'm, I'm just gonna make sure I got this guy wrapped up, and I'm gonna get another fucking shot in. Try to try to take his jaw out. All right. That's gonna be a 23 to hit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Six bludgeoning damage right to his jaw, or you know, whatever. <laughs> his diction gets slightly worse. He's like, "Yeah." Kobe says he's incomprehensible. Um, is bludgeoning damage, uh, or like, is my unarmed strength, uh, uh, unarmed strike a strength weapon? Um, yeah. Plus two, two more damage. Nice. I get eight damage on a fucking unarmed strike then. Gobi's gonna, uh, take out his rapier. That's a nat 20. Oh, um, dude, Gobi's are coming in clutch. <laughs> right into him. That is going to be, uh, 11 damage, uh, for that hit. And then he's going to uh, roll to punch him in the face uh, and just barely falls a little shy. Uh, he jerks his head back at the last minute. Uh, he's going to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, that reminds me, Cormith, uh, you do need to make uh, a constitution saving throw again. Constitution? Okay. Yeah, actually make two because I've forgotten to do it. Okay, two. That's going to be a 14. Uh, oh, okay. wait. Uh, sorry, a 17 and a 16. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. Cool. Worked out. Didn't hurt. Even. I am going to attack with my uh, rapier again. 
Uh, I still have advantage, right? See. Si. Cool. Uh, first yeah, is a Stormy 15 does not let go. to hit. Does a 15 hit? No. Shite. Well. Yeah, it sounds like either 17 or 18 is it, like it sounds like 18 is the hit. So just heads up. Yeah. Well, I uh, I did not succeed. So. Uh, can you do something like Bardic Inspiration? I do not have any of my own inspiration. I did not inspire myself. Ah, uh, damn, okay. Uh, but there might be... Hold up. What am I... Speaking is a free action, right? You could try to persuade this motherfucker to stop. I Yeah, okay. That's that's a that's a fair point. Um, it's a very good place than he was before. For one that's true. round. That's true. Um, <laughs> so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kind of look at him and sort of out of pity say, um, "Hey, look! I told you we were gonna murder you, and um, <laughs> I think we're getting pretty close. So you maybe want to give it give it up. Maybe want to put those weapons down. Maybe lay off the uh, lay off the sauce there, bud. I'm gonna roll a persuasion check against him. That is a dirty twenty. Yeah, I hope that does something. I hope. He goes, quit drinking, and starts like, ah, and then he just uh, falls unconscious. Oh, yes. shit. Yes. Um, and then, hold on, one one sec. Uh, oh, that's right, he's unconscious, so it's a natural crit. Uh, Castlin kicks him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, creatures within five feet naturally crit, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I guess an unconscious, you, you auto crit. I was just reading up on that today. I love the player's handbook. Sorry. It's, uh, it's delightful to turn through its pages. Any hooser. All so right. We're out of combat. Kodagog is uh, in pretty rough shape, unconscious. Uh, and Castellan is winding up to kick him in the head again. I <laughs> am not going to stop her. All right. Uh, she's going Castellan, to. Castellan, stop. <laughs> I, I am. I am. Uh, roll, a, roll a persuasion check. All right. 18. Uh, okay, she she stops, but she looks at you and she goes, Why? Do you have any idea what kind of monster this is? We gotta get all the information we can out of them. We can she, right these wrongs if you just let us. I'll chime in with Gormith and, and back him up on that and say, uh, you know, we, we, we've, we've fought uh, other leaders of the, of the Stone Fist and it turns out they have some surprisingly useful information. So I'm gonna... I don't know. Can I give him the help action on that persuasion she, check? She was persuaded, okay. um, but she she does go. Pretty good roll. <laughs> she does like pause and she sort of like puts her hand to her chin and she goes, "One more hit, one more little hit." He's no. not gonna die from that. He's defenseless. I can't let you do that. I was defenseless too. Yeah. All right. She uh, she crouches over and she farts on his face and then she goes, <laughs> "All right, I'm fine." <laughs> 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 Dude, psychic damage, six critical hit. Like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, let me roll a constitution saving throw for Kodagog. Uh, <laughs> uh, she what? goes to the opposite side of this room from him and just sort of glares at his unconscious. Okay, okay. Grana, even get something to tie this fool up with. Cool, okay. I guess I'm going to go look around for something stronger than some rope, because I assume I think, that... Don't we all have rope? Yeah, we all have rope. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're on a you're on a ship, so go ahead and roll me an investigation. Investigation? Uh, let's see. 
What do we got here? We got a little bit of 12. I got a 12. 12? Uh, you find a chain uh, that's like just long enough. You'll probably have to get in uh, pretty close to get all the way around him, but you can. Yeah, okay. I, I definitely go in there and I, I use my uh, my experience tying strings on loots to tie this <laughs> fucker up. Okay. okay. Go ahead and make uh, a constitution saving throw for me. Uh, sorry, saving throw. Oh, it's plus one anyway. Oh, look at that. I got a nat one. Oh, oh no. uh-oh. I'll, I'll give you bountiful luck <laughs> so you can re-roll that. Okay. So that's a feat. That's uh, an 11. Very good. What was that? An 11. Ooh. Okay. Much better. Uh, better. Not quite good enough uh, that you'll take four acid damage. Yeah, that's fine. Do that. Oh, this dude is right. fucking hemorrhaging everywhere. Yeah, I've been waiting a long time for y'all to fight Kodagog. Yeah. Um, I want to go over to Castlin and um, just try to be really sympathetic and uh, ask her what what was being on that ship like? Uh, what did he do to you? Did you learn anything while being prisoner? Go ahead and roll a, I guess, persuasion, but it'll be kind of a low persuasion. Can I, I give her the help low. action? It was a seven. Oh, but I still have inspiration. I can add a d6, oh. right? Uh, it's actually a D8 now. Oh, a D8. Matter of fact, may, 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 let me make sure it hasn't actually gone up. I don't think it's it is one D8. 10. It is one yeah, D8. Ten is uh, tenth level, maybe. It's it's pretty up there. So that's an eleven. Yeah. Okay. Well, the DC was ten. So. Hey, Ooh. nice. She's sitting down. Uh, she sort of like pulls her knees in, and she goes, "Well, I was captured. I was supposed to be spying." And I found out something, but uh, she, she points to sort of this uh, swollen part of her head. And she goes, I can't really remember a lot, but uh, this fool took one look at me and he declared that we were in love. And then he put me in a cage and kept me in a shark and said no one would find us down there so we could get married and uh, be in love forever. Well, what's the point of getting married if you can't show it off to everyone in the world? That doesn't well, also, sense. you know, what's the point of marrying somebody who hates you? But, you know. That's sure. true. I, I'm uh, totally, I'm just, I don't know. I'm questioning his thought process. And, yeah, it didn't, you weren't consenting at all. And that is its own thing, right? Yeah, he's not um, exactly stable. What do you recommend we do with him? Well, I... I don't know. I, I suppose we could take him back to, well, uh, there's a headquarters. The people that I work with, they're called the Bolotat. Yeah, that's where, that's how we, that's why we're here to rescue you. Oh, <laughs> the whew. Bolotat sent us. Oh, good. I didn't, I didn't really recognize any of you, so I thought I was going to have to do some weird explaining here, but. Yeah, uh, no, we're not official members, just like we know some people. I'm, a, like, I'm oh. a member of Clan Shuathad. Um, strictly speaking, Cormeth is kind of a member of the Bolotat. I was gonna say, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of the spy organization, but like, I've yeah. never heard of them <laughs> before these people. Um, so Grana is definitely not a member. <laughs> yes, she says. Oh well, uh, okay. Yeah, I was I was spying on them uh, on on the the Stone Fist for the Bolotat, and I found out something. 
about the assassination, but I, I don't really remember what it was. And then, you know, we, that I was in the boat and I think, I think we should take him back. I don't know. I don't know if we should take him back to headquarters because, you know, if he, if we can keep him unconscious, then, you know, if he doesn't see, it might be okay to bring him back there. But I, I'm not sure if anyone's going to be coming looking for him. Probably well, will. The stone fists have eyes everywhere. At this point, we have um, we have sort of disabled. Uh, this is now what the third, maybe no fourth, fourth uh, leading figure in the uh, the stone fist uh, that we have um, disabled. I suppose all the others are dead. Kodagog's the only one we haven't actually killed yet. Oh my! Did you did you take out the Arsenian hobgoblins? Yes. No. Damn, oh, couldn't remember if it was uh, we, we we did take out uh, we we've taken out Dask Sharp Flare. We took out Orlog. She, she just, like lets out a lot. Of, like, oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we took out Orlog, leader of the uh, what is it? Uh, scorched Earth. Savage, Savage Act of the Scorched Earth. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she goes. Oh, wow. That's that's amazing. The split teeth knolls. Uh, no, that's, uh, that's also one of the ones we have not, uh, haven't tackled yet. Well, that's still, I guess that's pretty good. You also killed, we, uh, did, we, we did also kill the gosh. goblin. Yeah. The leader of the, uh, the is goblins. Isbit. Remember the strong Isbit. character Isbit, Isbit who died in the building collapse immediately? <laughs> you remember him? Right around. <laughs> Barely. There was a fun dialogue there with, Ack! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you didn't remember his name. <laughs> I only know it because I wrote it down at the top of my sheet. Um, okay, okay. I'm a little offended because we took out three and a half of these people and you've been captured the whole time. Okay, sorry. Just a little on edge now. Um, yeah, it would be good to know what Kodagog knows, but I don't know how much we're going to be able to get out of him and if we can get him to the Bulletot HQ... Yeah, that, that was going to be my question. <clears throat> uh, I don't remember. How long did it take us to get from the Bulletot HQ out here? It took a day or two, I think. Uh, it took okay. uh, three days. Three days. Three days, okay. Um, and I'm assuming I'm close enough that like I would have heard all of this go down. and yeah, like I, mean, I this could. Is, this is all in a big uh, circular room where you have like offshoots up to like the legs controls and like the movement controls and everything. So it's kind of echoey. <laughs> Okay, perv. We should absolutely keep him unconscious. That way nobody can trace us back. We still don't know about the eye. That's true. We'll I'm need just going to look at Grana and say, are you sure we don't know anything about the eye? Okay, this is hard because I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Like, they seem to find us no matter where we are. If we had some kind of cloaking device, it would be a lot easier to say, yeah, let's bring him back to HQ. We could always take him to a spot where we could interrogate him. Could Boostryot maybe help us? Yeah, I was uh, I was thinking maybe we could. Uh, I got an eight. I got a seventeen. Sorry on that uh, insight check. Yeah, I mean uh, Boostryot is a pretty powerful uh, inventor. You know, engineer. Uh, he could probably help you out with this. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I then I, I nod in in affirmation and and say, yeah, I think, uh, you know, given how quickly he was uh, able to come up with, uh, I mean, everything everything here, um, I think that he would uh, relish the challenge and and succeed in that environment uh, wildly. So, sure, 
Yeah, let's take this Octomech back to him and see what he thinks. Okay. Yeah, so while you all... Uh, uh, Gobi goes to sort of like help Castlin up and like get her get her situated as the rest of you go into the uh, sort of flight positions. He's going to uh, sort of watch over her since he's not useful uh, in most capacities. <laughs> and the group of you head back in your Octomech back to Bootstrayat as the shark mech sinks to the bottom of the sea. Um, can I... And I know we're, we're not like in combat right now. Um... We have two repairs left. Can I apply one of those repairs while we're on the way? Yeah. I Gonna think we do only it. have I think we only have one because I the, used one the, on the shark ship. The oh, sh- oh okay. I was gonna say the sheet shows two. But that makes sense that you used one on the shark ship. Yep. Sure. So yeah, I'd like to use the last one like on the octo ship as it's going. Okay, so the repair kit will do two D ten plus your ship's constitution. 2d10 plus ship's constitution ship's constitution is plus one so it's going to be an eight that's going to be nine (laughs) so uh you pull this uh octomech back up into the dock uh that uh has uh created for it and you are you're greeted by miero uh you see miero who is uh waving uh to you and says hey how'd it go we took down that ship that's for sure. And look, else, look at what we got. And I All point women. to Coda, and I point to unconscious Kodagog. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got Castlin too. Yeah. Oh, and a second woman puts on his glasses. He goes, "Hmm. <laughs> well, you got a a woman and a bloody chunk." <laughs> yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Is that what is, you were going is, for? Is Bootstray out around? Oh. Yeah, he's he's outside. I'll go get him. Uh, and he, he walks outside as the group of you sort of uh, get off of this this octopus. Um, and Bootstriad like throws open the door and goes, "You have returned." Yes, we have. Oh, good. How was uh, how was octopus? Did it uh, perform well in battle? Absolutely. Very well. <laughs> uh, excellent. Oh, and very good to hear. I was thinking maybe next time. Uh, Big, uh, big laser shooter, but uh, could not Ooh. figure out in time. But we'll, uh, you know, was distracted by other projects. I have been looking at your, uh, your sky skimmer. There is, there is much you are not using, which I am confused. I am uh, not sure why you do this, why you not use what? it. But I have, um, I have improved. What, what do you, what do you mean? Uh, he, he takes the group of you outside and he goes, behold, improved sky skimmer. First, there is, uh, and he, he leads you inside into the cabin, uh, and he uh, opens up this sort of like cabinet door that's very smooth and hard to like see in the wood. He opens that up, and he goes, "This is um, is um, I don't know how to say in common. Let's see, uh, speak panel. Okay, uh, the three times day, you can uh, talk to it and be like, hey, a panel, um." A beer, uh, a stein and a, a beer appears in this cabinet, uh, and he, he drinks some of it and goes, ah, just like real. Oh, so it's free uh, free nourishment whenever it you is, want it? Uh, it can do basic supplies. You need maybe like a rope or um, a bowling ball. Uh, oh. I, I clap him on the back. Oh, this, yeah. is, this is amazing. <laughs> oh, uh, 
Thank you. It is uh, experimental. Sometimes it does not work, but uh, you know, I uh, I do my best. Um, uh, second thing, uh, he walks over to uh, a lever uh, that's in the back, um, and he pulls it, uh, and the ship uh, becomes invisible. <laughs> oh, perfect! Uh, uh, important stipulation: uh, you see me, see how I see you. Uh, the ship is invisible. You are not, but. Um, Yes, uh, you can hide ship better. Okay. <laughs> no shit, that was already written into my notes that there was going to be an invisible part <laughs> of your ship. I was sitting here like two minutes ago like... <laughs> okay, and at the way you said that, like, the ship will be invisible, but we will not be? Yes. So we'll just be like... Going so you look through. like you're flying through the air, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> just confirming. Is that all you added? He goes, Whoa! Okay, I take beautiful ship, I clean no. it up, I put new paint on, I give you invisibility, no, there I wasn't give you supply, any... magic generation supply, you say, what's next? No, no, no. Oh, jeez. Sorry, can I, that's not what I, I meant. Can, I, meant. That's can I roll a sleight of hand check? I want to, like, I want to slip Bootstriat some, like, cash. Okay, go for it. Oh, shit, that's a dirty 20. Okay, he's gonna roll a perception check. <laughs> that's a twenty-one. Oh no! He no goes, oh, your friend. Perfect. I am. Uh, I am a coin slut, but I will take. <laughs> did Did Bootstriat say coin slut or coin slot? I use. Oh, don't make fun of accent. <laughs> I genuinely couldn't tell, and you yeah, might I, have been the kind of person who said either. I, I don't know you very well. Slut. Listen, I totally I heard coin slut. That for coin slut. Yep, I heard coin slut. <laughs> I uh, uh, I slip him. I don't know how much is reasonable. Twenty <laughs> gold. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I will. I will do the same, but I'll just give it to him outright because I'm not some fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> he goes. Okay, sure. I take, yeah, thank you. Uh, usually I charge more, but uh, this was fun and I accept your tips. Oh, well, we, we thank you for your help very much. Um, did, did you find out what that hidden compartment is on this ship? Uh, yes, it was, um, it was a panel that opens up and uh, I re rewired its magic so that it can do the poof poof. Oh, perfect. Great. What, what is, what's the poof poof? A supply panel. You talk to you okay. say, beer. Okay. He gets a second beer. <laughs> he goes, you you have Great. used up two of your supplies. For the so sorry. Hey, hey, reset it, okay? That was yeah. you. That was all Ca you. Cannot. I am engineer, not for miracles. And he hands the other beer to Miro. Uh, and they both like sip their beers. Uh, oh, you're, you're, you're an engineer, not a programmer. Okay. I see. I see. Listen, tomorrow, three more items. <laughs> hey, Boosteriot, I'd take a beer. <laughs> Oh, beer! <laughs> Third beer, if you're yep. seeing Yeah, I want a beer. Hell uh, yeah. <laughs> he Miro, well, Miro reaches up to, like, cheers. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, uh, roll the cheers. <laughs> Happy for all of you. Gonna be an eight? Okay. Is that a performance, or is that just, like, a, a dirty, or, uh, like, a roll? You know what? You can add your strength modifier in there. Thirteen. Thirteen? All right. All of, it's a little bit messy, but all of you, like, punk- Cheers your beers. Yes, and I'm a drink. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, and then they they go, uh, Bootstrap, 
uh, like stands on your ship silently for a moment and then goes, well, uh, yes, uh, stop by if uh, you have anything else you need. Um, I, uh, uh, I will be happy to look at ship again, but only had so much time uh, with the, with the uh, you know, octopus battle. That sounded Thank very you. ominous. Like there's another octopus battle about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we we were wondering if we could talk to you about some bulletop business because you see we have a prisoner here. Oh well, hold, wait, let's let's go inside the building. Yes, uh, please. He leads you back into the the uh, dock and uh, you know, like closes the door. The like big metal thing comes across, and the uh, guns and <laughs> whatever they are. <sighs> yeah. So, you, as you can see, we have captured Kodagog. And Whoa! He yes. Is, he's, he's very good. unconscious. So don't worry about <laughs> getting attacked or anything right now. Bootstrap like leans in real close and like grabs uh, Kodagog's cheek and just sort of like, and you, uh, he, and then he just peels off the glove where the like, because uh, the fingers are sizzling away and throws it out. Gross. Okay. <laughs> um. So we're kind of in a quandary of what we should do. Do you think it's a good idea to take him back to the bullet hot? What information could he possess? I guess. You um, you ask a good question. Um, see, uh, Bullet Hot headquarters is uh, locked down. Yes, and uh, uh, secret, which is big problem because uh, your ship goes uh, whoosh undercover, but you do not. Uh, he if... he yells over at Miro and, uh, in a language that uh, y'all don't understand, uh, and they sort of jabber back and forth for a while. Uh, Miro seems unhappy. Does um, the Bulletot, I want to ask, does the Bulletot usually take prisoners at the headquarters or is there somewhere else we could bring him to hold him and have uh, him interrogated? Castlin says, uh, no, not really. You know, it's sort of more of a, a headquarters than a, a prison, you know. Uh, yeah, but I was wondering if there was another location we could bring him along the way. Well, so I don't know if he has information we really need. I don't think so. Here, let me... Uh, sorry, I'm I'm still a little fuzzy. Let me try and think. Oh, well, she got a nat 20 in thinking. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and she goes, okay. oh, oh, um, there is, uh, up the, uh, up the coast, um, there is another, uh, underground bunker that isn't connected to the headquarters itself, but it is... Uh, it's another bunker. It's pretty secure. We could tell them that they were there. Uh, there's usually a couple of uh, folks who are stashed there. It's um, it's just a little bit south of uh, Garespi. Okay. What do, what do you guys think? Should we so just, we could just kill Kodagog now, or we could bring him there? Hearing that this is that this hideout is a little bit south of Garespi is a little concerning, seeing as the last time we were in Garespi there was. You know, an entire army Kill of south of Garesby. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, I was going to have you roll for it, but you <laughs> killed that army. That's the army you just fought. Okay. So, uh, well, look, you know, personally, I wouldn't mind stopping in uh, at Garesby. So if, if some people, yeah, absolutely. So if, so if we wanted to uh, drop Kodagog. Uh, well, I mean, we are currently south of Garesby. 
aren't we? So you are, but you're like far south of Goresby. She's talking about at the edge of the uh, Mellenheim, so those hills. Uh, the Bolotot is in the, is a much closer to the center of the Mellenheim, whereas like the place she's talking about is like under the Goresby sign. If you're looking at the map, but on well, that's still that's still pretty much on the way there. So mm-hmm. yeah. Is there a mechanic by which I could send a letter to the Bolotot faster than we could get there to have someone try and someone skilled in interrogation try and meet us uh, at this secondary? You could go into town and see if you can find a message, Crow. Mm. <clears throat> okay. That's a good idea. I, I'll give that a try. Let me... I don't think I have any spells that will explicitly help me with that, but I do I do have some things that could help. Okay. So I'm going to go into town and, and do a little bit of uh, investigating to see if I can um, find uh, a messenger crow. Okay. Yeah. So you head into this town. It's not a super large town, but it is like a, a port town. I, I did add it onto our map. It's uh, a little Dunsbury down there. You uh, you see that there are you know various merchants who are selling some uh, like seafaring supplies, and you see a, a very small little shop that says Messenger Ravens. Okay. Uh, there's a little sign that's on the bottom that says and crows. Nice. I would like to uh, go up to uh, that shop. And uh, are there any like ravens and or crows uh, like on display out there? Um, so this the shop is uh, very small. It's probably uh, it's one of those things that's sort of crammed between two other buildings. So it's about like uh, probably six feet wide and like twenty feet long. And there's this uh, door, and then next to the door is this very uh, slight uh, display window where, and there are uh, a number uh, of rows of that and there's some uh, crows and ravens sort of sitting on those uh, squawking to each other or, or looking at you. Uh, I was really hoping you were going to go for rows of crows and rows yeah. Crows. Oh my god! How could I how could I miss this? Yes, that is, uh, that's actually going to be the shop name now. Uh, rows <laughs> and Along with, I'm going to, I'm going to write that down right under rap and cap. <laughs> you know what you know what go ahead and take some inspiration yes i'm gonna which do it dm inspiration which means vantage on one of your roles fuck yeah all right hell yeah <laughs> thanks so uh i want to before interacting with the shopkeep i want to roll like an animal handling to see whether or not like any of these crows or ravens uh are like good friends like a like a like wait hold on sorry good friends as in would be a good new friend to have or like are you asking if these crows are like friends uh, like a good like a like a good new friend to have yes in the case that i decide to like straight up purchase a crow uh let's see i have a uh i have a plus five to animal handling but it doesn't matter because i got a nat 20. nice nice even you uh you're sort of looking in this window uh you see you know these crows of all sorts of crows and ravens of all like shapes and sizes some of them seem uh, a little more aggressive some of them seem a bit more confused and you see one that's like uh, kind of on the smaller side, but he's like a little fluffy, and he's got sort of uh, like 
eyes that go a little wonky, uh, but he's looking at you and he just like does a like, Kah! I say, like, I, I, I immediately go over to that crow. Okay, and yeah, you I... walk inside. There's a like Aarakocra uh, storekeep who's like, ah, oh, welcome. Uh, hello. If you don't, if you don't mind, I would like to speak with this crow for a moment. And uh, I go over to that yeah, crow. Go ahead. Excuse me, shopkeep. <laughs> uh, I actually don't have a like speak with speak animals, animals. Yeah, like that's a spell. Bit more <laughs> um, but I I do go over and I like I would like to interact with this uh, this crow, and um, I don't know. Can I roll like a like a nature check or a... to do? I don't I don't know. I wanna I want to. Like befriend this crow effectively. I mean, you can still use that nat twenty. Oh, perfect, cool. So then I would like to go over to this crow and just like hold out my my like arm and just let it like just see what happens. Like, is it gonna hop onto my arm or like maybe it just like flies over to my shoulder real quick? Yeah, this crow like looks over at your finger and it like tilts its head and then it uh, jumps over onto your your hand and then it goes. Hah, hah. Uh, and then it just sort of like hops its way up your arm onto your shoulder and uh, sort of pulls at your hair uh, gently. Uh, I kind of kind of laugh and I uh, I look back to the shopkeep and I'd say, uh, is, "Can I purchase this crow? Is that something I can do?" Uh, why yes. Uh, you if you want to purchase the crow, that's going to be uh, fifteen gold. Easy. I uh, I shell out I shell out fifteen gold for the for the crow. All right, jeeper is all yours. Oh, jeepers! Jeeper, uh, no, just one jeeper. Oh, jeeper! Just, uh, just the, just the one. Okay. Well, uh, as you say, oh, jeeper. Uh, the bird goes, jeeper. Wow, uh, that's impressive. Uh, living up to the uh, Corvette reputation, I see. And uh, I'm gonna thank the the shopkeep, and uh, I'm gonna leave and head back to uh, head back to our friends and get a, a like a note. Oh, how is this gonna work? Is this is this gonna work? If I give this crow like a like a letter and send it off to like Kelroth, is this gonna is this gonna like be a thing? Well, it would, uh, would it be Kelroth or Gromley. Well, so I, I want so what I want to do is I want to just like scrawl like a quick little note like like captured and then just write like a capital K, uh, heading to. Uh, okay, so instead of making you encode it, uh, go ahead and roll me an intelligence check. Check? Check. Check, check, check. Yeah, that's a, that's a six. Okay, so you're probably like, got Kodagog. <laughs> got, I got Kodagog, uh, headed to the secret base, uh, <laughs> send interrogator. Oh, no. <laughs> can, can I help? And yeah, try to direct him. Absolutely. Also intelligence check? Yeah. Oh. Oof, that was a bad one, but I'm lucky. Lucky. All right, 18 plus three. Jesus. Nice. Yeah, you just sort of like, uh, go, go ahead if you want to describe. Um, you uh, maybe we should use some code words here. Um, hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that, uh, actually, that's a great idea, Grana. <laughs> Even in this whole um, time, never had to write a note. <laughs> got the package, bringing to... Uh, location two, send a questioner. 
Dude, Grana went straight from like school teacher to CIA spook. <laughs> like, for real, dude. <laughs> I mean, Grana, Grana's seen all the different kinds of notes that people try and pass in class. Like, come on. Yep. <laughs> yep. I've seen many a child's secret note. Uh, you know, the CIA, caution and arcana. All right, are you going to send this note with, uh, with Jeeper? Uh, yes. I, I, so how is, how is this going to work? Like, is this going to be, is this going to be fine? Is this going to make it there? It should. Jeeper. Why not? Uh, Yo, Jeeper okay. sounds like a straight up pimp. So I'm going to go with, yeah, it's going to make it there. Come on, bro. Uh, yeah. Clearly uh, yeah, he's a good boy. <laughs> uh, Jeeper is uh, an excellent addition to the uh, Wrap It and Cap It crew. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to just put my faith. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, okay, okay, Jeeper, uh, I need you to take this to, uh, to our good friend, Gronley. Um, having seen Gronley, can I, like, can I cast Disguise Self to look like Gronley and say, like, take it to me? Sure. Not a bad idea, but you also might want to tell him, like, a town. Isn't this a messenger crow? Shouldn't he just kind of know where to go? Well, you, like tell like a town like the the crow probably knows like landmarks and towns and shit. <laughs> the the shopkeeper pokes dude. their head out and they're like, "Hey, have you ever uh, sent a crow before? You need any help?" Uh, yeah, actually, that would be uh, that would be great. I go back and I. Uh... <laughs> okay, well, if you just uh, show them generally on the map and give them uh, just a, a a name, they can usually find them. They're good listeners. That is excellent information. Thank you very much. Gobi will be glad to hear their excellent listeners. <laughs> what? <laughs> Gobi's a good listener. <laughs> he takes extensive notes. And nobody listens to Gobi. That's my point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. True. That's true. Well... I, uh, okay, so then I, I pull out a map, and I, I show, like, I point to the map, and I, like, tell Jeeper Gronley's name. I, uh, send him off. Yeah, yeah I mean, you, you point to that, uh, he, uh, hops a little bit, and then, uh, flies away. I'm like a bird, I want to deliver a message. <laughs> I cool. don't know where the signatory is. <laughs> I don't know where my home is. I got nothing. Yo. I got nothing. I'm sorry. Well, we just bought the crow, so I guess he doesn't know where his home is, right? Well, and he oh. knows that it's where we bought him at. Damn, dude. <laughs> like, yo, a little harsh, man. No, it's not. I thought he was ours now. I think we should, uh, we should hop on the ship and start heading for... Yes. Uh, hideout number two. Absolutely. And, uh, maybe next time we can start with a uh, a visit to Garesby and the black market. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Sounds like yeah. a good idea. Works for me.